0: You're listening to Unleash Your Extraordinary, the podcast designed to help you supercharge your personal development. I'm Jess, this is episode 43, and I am so glad you're here. Do you feel like you spend more time as your higher self or your lower self? Now you might be thinking, Jess, what affects my higher and lower self? I'm with you. And we'll get to that. But have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought about there's this sort of sides to us, right? These multiple layers of our self. And there's the self that believes in us, our higher self, right? The self who believes in our possibilities, in our ambitions and our dreams, and who cheers us on, and who inspires us to take action when when it feels in alignment with our ambitions. And then there's this darker self, the almost shadow side of self, which is the lower self, the self that under the guise of keeping us safe, is just determined for us to settle, you know, it tries to convince us to give up when things aren't going as we wish, whether that's that we've received a no in some shape or form, or that we just feel like we're not meeting our own expectations, which in honesty, we tend to set incredibly high, by the way, you know, and when we feel we're not meeting them, that lower self creeps in and tries to convince us to change course, to go back to the safe space, to settle. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about this in terms of the limitations that we put on ourselves and where those limitations come from. Because I had a brilliant conversation last week, a brilliant coaching conversation with a lovely, lovely human who, for this purpose, it will remain confidential, but I'm going to call Kate. That's not a name, but let's roll with it. And in this conversation, it was a 30 minute conversation. And in that, Kate went from feeling limited, feeling like they couldn't do certain things because of not having a certain thing, through to, in literally 30 minutes, identifying that limitation and then going on to do the thing that they felt they couldn't do. And I have a lovely message that Kate, not Kate, sent me, which I will read out at the end because I'm gonna share that in this lens of how we can actually unlimit ourselves in a technique to unlimit ourselves. But first, I wanted to share more on this higher and lower self, because as as I've been thinking about that, as I've been thinking about the fact that we have these sides to us, right, and that one, when it's driving, can have us holding back and staying small, and the other, when they drive instead, the higher self can have us feeling and acting in alignment with who we know we can be. And actually, as I've been thinking about this episode and how to craft it, how to share this sense of the higher and lower self with you, I actually ended up sort of sitting down with my journal and just riffing, just letting the pen flow. And this is what, this is what came out. Our higher self dreams, our lower self doubts, our higher self trusts, our lower self challenges. Our higher self believes in us like we believe in those who inspire us. Our lower self believes those humans have something that we don't. Our higher self believes we already have everything we need. Our lower self believes we're lacking. Our higher self knows we're here to be and do something more, something that only we can feel called to do. Our lower self tells us that that's for other people who are we to make that happen, to be that bold? Our higher self speaks to us like we speak to the people that we love the most. Our lower self speaks to us like nobody else would. Our higher self thinks, feels and behaves in alignment with our ambitions, with who we're becoming. Our lower self thinks, feels and behaves in alignment with who we don't want to be, with who we were or who we've never been in the first place. Maybe it's who we felt we should be. Our higher self brings our dreams to the forefront. Our lower self hides them on the back burner, buried under doubt, fear and disbelief. Our higher self knows to move forward, even when we're uncertain. Our lower self waits, overthinks and stays still. Our higher self listens to our heart. Our lower self is stuck in our head. Our higher self shows up before we're ready. Our lower self hides. Our higher self is our full self, our true self. Our lower self is filtered, on edge, watching, catching, filtering. Our higher self speaks our ambitions into being. Our lower self stays quiet, keeping our dreams and our desires a secret like an unspeakable declaration that would shatter our sense of being and force those around us to roll their eyes and deem us crazy if those words were ever to pass our lips. Our higher self sees the possibilities, our lower self sees the limitations. Our higher self steps into the light and our lower self stays in the shadows. Our higher self fears regret, our lower self fears judgment our higher self is brave. Our lower self is a coward. Our higher self ignites ideas in the shower. Our lower self teases us with our slip ups right before we're falling asleep. Isn't that the most annoying thing? Our higher self knows that success, happiness and fulfillment is something that we're in control of, that we choose to feel and create from the inside out. Our lower self believes those feelings are in the hands of others. Our higher self lives from abundance, knowing that there's more than enough to go around. Our lower self lives from scarcity, from lack, believing that success is limited, and if someone else steps into it, there's less left for us. In short, our higher self is our guide to follow. Our lower self is our fear embodied. Our lower self is not us. Our higher self is who we are. Our lower self keeps us constrained, limited by how we view our world and what we believe to be possible for us. Our higher self knows it's all possible, that if we trust and step into our light, our greatest dreams will be there to meet us. So, as you hear that, does it resonate? Does it feel like, oh, yeah, I can start to see and gain awareness of? my lower self, and how they trick me into staying in the shadows, rather than how my higher self pulls me, calls me to step into the space that is designed for you, right, and I feel like I got a bit poetic there, I sort of just sat down, and it like flowed out of me, like some sort of, you know, Shakespearean, oof, that's a bit of a stretch, you know, but you know what I'm saying, I sort of sat down, it flowed out, and I thought, this is it, right, there is this higher and lower self, and I think, our challenge, our mission, our quest is to spend more time in alignment with our higher self than our lower self. And I think the, the tricky part of that is the thing that could be seen to be difficult and be a challenge is that I think our lower self is our default. I think we're so used to living from that place, like we talked about in last episode, of making decisions from a place of fear, even when we might not know that that's what's going on, right? We hold back rather than step forward because until we're certain we don't want to take that risk or we stay quiet and don't share our ideas because again until we feel like we know what the response would be we'd rather not risk it and I just think how often do we feel like we're embodying our lower self and choosing to doubt ourselves to doubt our ideas than choosing to be our higher self and to trust that everything will unfold as it's meant to. And so if we do have an idea, doesn't that mean that we should share it? And that if we do, no matter what happens, it's meant to unfold that way. And that actually, if our higher self is that person, that guide, that although we're stepping into the unknown, that's intentional. Because if we've not already become who we want to be, or we've not already created what we want to create the only way to get there is to step into what we've never done before, because if we can look back and see the patterns of what we've created, and if those patterns have become predictable, then surely we have to shake it up a little bit, and we have to change the pattern to change the outcome, to change the impact. So how do we spend more time as our higher self than our lower self, knowing that our higher self is the one who believes in us, who knows that we can achieve our ambitions, and who will show up in alignment with those ideas, inspirational nudges, all of that good stuff, our dreams and our desires, versus our lower self, the self who will try to convince us that we should stay small and be a slither of our full potential self. So with that in mind, I'd like to bring us back to Kate, because I think there's a lot that we can learn from the conversation that we had last week. And as I mentioned, this was a 30-minute coaching conversation between Kate and myself. And in that conversation, what we did was take a limit off of Kate's mindset. So for context, Kate is ready to take what she does to the next level. And through our conversation, I noticed that in Kate's language, she would say, if I had the capital, I would and then follow that up with ideas of what she would do. And yet the blocker, the thing that would stop Kate from actually doing those things, and that has stopped Kate from doing them so far, was that if, that belief that without the capital, Kate couldn't do those things, that Kate was limited without the capital. So what we did is I actually invited Kate to grab a piece of paper, and we'll come onto this for yourself too, so I'll, I'll come to this in a moment, and to literally list out everything, but instead of if, to have when. When I have the capital, I will, dot, 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 and then underneath it to list everything she would do. And the most prominent one, the one I want to focus on in this example, is that Kate said she would build a team. And yet, of course, quite naturally, Kate had made the assumption that she should pay those individuals. And so without the capital, she was limited. However, what we did is by looking at everything that Kate had listed and focusing in on building a team, we looked at actually, how could we get creative? How could Kate build a team, but without having the capital? And then Kate started to see that actually, the people that she works with, the community that she is engaged with, is incredibly active and would love the opportunity to volunteer at certain events and things that Kate might be doing. And so when we looked at this, and I asked Kate the question of how could you get creative? How could you create that team, build that team, but without needing the capital? What if there was something else that you could give those individuals, those team members that you're about to create, what if you could give them something else of value? What if there were people out there who would be more than happy to volunteer, say a couple of hours a week, to help you grow what you do, and in exchange for something else of value to them? So Kate took this away, and this is what I received a couple of days later, a lovely WhatsApp, which reads, Hey Jess, smiley face, thank you so much for our call last week. Just an update. I put out a post last night saying I'm looking for volunteers and got brilliant feedback this morning. I'm not sure why I'm super surprised, but it looks like I'm building a team now. Thank you so much for taking that limit off my mindset. And look at that, right? In the space of a 30-minute conversation through to then a few days later by Kate acting in alignment with what could be possible rather than the limitation and that possibility being that maybe there's something else of value that I could give these people who would be my team members rather than assuming that they would want capital, that they would want funds. By taking off that limitation, Kate now has a team and so other than changing the perspective and taking off that limit, nothing else has changed. Kate doesn't have the capital. Kate doesn't have anything extra than what she had a few days ago. But without that limitation, Kate now has a team. How epic is that? Honestly, I'm so excited. And Kate, if you're listening, you know you're not Kate, but I am honestly, it made my day to receive that message. So thank you so much for giving me the update. And I'm so excited for what will be next for you. So again, go you. So let's look at that and what we can learn from that example with Kate and unlimiting our mindset. Where do you feel like you're limiting yourself, your creativity, or your impact? Where are you using that language of if I had the capital, the experience, the courage, the confidence, the skill set, the title? Where do you notice that you're limiting yourself? when you catch that limitation, what I'd love you to do is the same thing that I invited Kate to do. Grab a fresh piece of paper and write at the top, when I have the fill in the blank, so that might be the courage, the capital, the community, the title, everything that you've just identified, fill in your limitation. But instead of if, put when. When I have the fill in the blank, I will dot, dot, dot. And then what I want you to do is just list free flow Everything that comes to mind that you would do from that place of having what you feel you need, what would you do? So like with Kate, maybe it's when I have the capital, I would build a team and just list out everything that comes to mind, everything that you already know, because I trust it's there and it's top of mind like it was for Kate, but free flow, everything that comes to mind that you would do when you have what you feel you need. And then what I want you to do is look at that list and ignore the sentence at the top, right, when I have the fill in the blank. Instead, I want you to look at that and think, how can I get creative? How can I achieve these things now, do these things now, start building these things now without needing what I felt I needed? And if you notice that your limitation is more aligned with courage, confidence, experience, I'd invite you, like we did last week, to look at those elements, those things that you would do when you already had the thing, and trust that you already have that and you will figure it out. You will build it along the way. And, like we mentioned earlier, knowing that our higher self starts before they're ready. So, when you look at that list, when you look at that free flowed, beautiful list of ideas, that you would do when you have the fill in the blank, but now look at them from a place of knowing that they're already possible, that from an unlimited mindset, that you can make those happen by getting creative, just like Kate did. So you don't need the capital to build a team. Maybe there's something else that those individuals would find more valuable than the money side of things and the monetary exchange Maybe there's something else that you could give them that would mean so much more and that would give them the opportunity, the experience to be a part of your team. Whatever, obviously, I've elaborated on Kate's example there, but I hope that no matter what your example is, it would resonate and you can look at your ideas and know that you can get creative to make them happen now, to start before you're ready, rather than live into that limitation, because that's your lower self and that's not you. You're your higher self, the self that sees the possibilities over the limits, and the self that starts before you might feel ready, knowing that you'll become ready along the way. As I said at the beginning, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, would you mind leaving a rating and review in iTunes? I know we hear it all the time, but it really does a make my day and b help other people find the podcast too so it would really mean the world and until next time have an epic week and I will see you then